This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. We were just discussing uh, how out of control Al Roker was at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah. Perhaps a full expose on that later. Somebody needs to deal with Al Roker. Well, he was out of control, making inappropriate jokes, yelling at people. I don't know if he was drunk or what. It was wild. That expose later. Live from Studio C. Si, senor. A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And hey, everybody. Today we're under the tutelage of our tutelage of our general manager. Leg hair. Fun for adults and kids alike. Also, uh, me, Joe Getty, back in my rightful place after my, well, midway through my painful ordeal. Leg hair is our general manager. Oh, yeah, Jack. You ever, you know, you're there at the pool in the summertime. It's kind of bleached, and the water makes it lay flat, and the kids come and play with your legs. Good times. We'll explain. Stay with us. Okay. Uh, Also, this is our big week we do every year. We don't ask for money really ever on the Armstrong and Getty Show. And this is the week where we ask for money every single year for an absolutely fantastic cause. We're going to raise a ton of money. And we kick it off today. More on that coming up in just a little bit. we got the website all set up, and uh, a lot of you know what we're talking about. And if you don't, you're about to be introduced to one of the great charities in America. Oh, yeah. Yep. We wouldn't steer you wrong. This is fabulous stuff. So this is um, uh, a crazy week, as all weeks seem to be in the modern world, as you have the impeachment hearing thingies getting going again on Wednesday, whatever that means. Um, and uh, uh, Iran is falling apart, and uh, China might be falling apart, and uh, so that's all going on. We'll bring you up to speed on all that stuff. But it's the holidays. Why yeah. so negative? Um, Happy holidays, everyone. Yeah, so uh, I, I took in a fair bit, a fair amount of news yesterday, and there seems to be a consensus, left and right, that impeachment has been a bust, and uh, it isn't going to change anybody's mind, and nobody will... Uh, have it in their mind when they vote next year, and it's just going to go away. And then uh, what was that all about? That that seems to be a consensus among the Democratic strategists I saw and the Republican strategists. It absolutely seems to be headed that way at 100 miles per hour. I have not heard a dissenting voice. I have not heard a single person, no matter how partisan, say, in my mind, this is just building steam. I mean, this is getting more and more uh, impactful and weighty. Nobody's saying that. Yeah, the reporting on the talk shows yesterday, and they all lean left, was that in uh, Congress, they want to get they want to get this going as fast as they can. Get it behind them, move on, and move on to other things. Yeah, because well, it, as we've been saying for a very long time, they will check that box from the base. They said they will do it. They will have done it, and then move on, but, presumably. Uh, but because of the way we are now with our short attention span, it's not going to hurt anybody. It's not going to hurt Trump, but it's also not going to hurt the Democrats the way the Republicans were hurt uh, by impeaching Clinton. Nobody's Nobody will remember it come summertime, certainly by next election. It'll just be a weird historical uh, tidbit. Oh, yeah, that's right. We impeached our president in 2019. That's right. I'd forgotten all about that. You know, that should not be true, no, but I have, a feeling, I have a feeling you're right. I, I, I'll bet it will feel just like the Mueller report does now. It's just, uh, well, that was a weird time, wasn't it? And then we'll be on to arguing about something else. Right. Anyway, we're going to catch up to speed on everything today with Joe on the show, which is fantastic. Uh, let's kick off by introducing everybody in the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are this morning, Michael? I'm doing pretty good. Um, happy Cyber Monday, everybody. Oh, I know. that's right. I, wanted I haven't to mention, been able to sleep. But. I wanted to mention Cyber Monday carefully because <laughs> I know that's one of Joe's favorite things, and he's all hopped up on propofol and 
whatever other drugs right. he's on, and I, I don't want it to be tamed down. I want Joe to go nuts about Cyber Monday. Oh, no, I'm as excited as Michael is. You see, Jack, this is the day that everybody goes to work and shops because they have fast Internet at work, but not at home. Right. What? So it's a huge retail shopping day. That's how Cyber Monday was born. No, all it's not. You guys are making that well, up. Well, it wasn't real in the beginning. <laughs> right. it, wasn't, it wasn't real back when it when it could have been true, it wasn't real. So was this born in the days of dial-up when most people yeah. just had dial-up Internet at home? Yeah, or no Internet at home. Right, right. Yeah, I never had Internet at home before I did at work, but... But, uh, but it wasn't that, true like the then. <laughs> it wasn't true then. It's definitely not true now. It had all the scientific basis of the soda straw study that nine-year-old did, <laughs> and, and it was some idiot's theory back in you know 1990 or whenever it was. And then it's just grown and grown till people just, just take it seriously. It's it's fictional. It's I'm ridiculous. surprised we're working today, to be honest. With you. <laughs> back when the internet was mailed to your house on compact discs, you had to load yeah. onto your computer. Right. Well, Black Friday was barely ever real. And then it certainly hasn't been for a long time. And it seems to have died. It seems to have completely died. Uh, taking in the news as I did, there just wasn't that much going on on Black Friday. There's, there's still your holdouts who are going crazy over it, but uh, not that much. Which, thank God, everything needs to come and go. Um, there's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Had a wonderful uh, weekend of of family festivities with uh, with Thanksgiving. And then my birthday happened over the weekend. And... I, uh, it, it was uh, very social and very great. And uh, of the non-family-related uh, things, uh, I'd have to say one of the highlights of the weekend was the movie Knives Out that I saw. It is uh, the best movie I've seen in a long time. It, I, it's, it, it, gives, it gets my rare distinction. I think, I think this is a perfect movie. I wouldn't change a thing. I think everyone should see it. It's classic murder mystery at a dinner party, Agatha Christie style. Oh. Everybody's a suspect, and now the detective comes in and has to figure it out. And it is great. Cool. Loving that. And I saw The Irishman over the weekend. Yeah, I did, too. We'll You'd like my notes. review of that. Well, let's compare notes, because I watched The Irishman, and I watched Dolomite Is My Name. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. The new Eddie Murphy one, yeah. Wearing out your Netflix. Yeah, yeah, well, boy, uh, you better keep some of your data for Cyber Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I was up a lot in the middle of the night, because my one kid is just not sleeping at all. So there was a lot of... I've been up since three today. Yeah. Um, oh, boy. But it's the time to watch movies. There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? You know something? I am feeling very honored. I'm glad you mentioned it. It is Cyber Monday because I have just been told I have now been included in the Armstrong and Getty clothing collection. Yes, my signature slogan and activity, fueled by the grape, is now available (laughs) emblazoned on a variety of tees, various colors, various sizes. Go and shop now. Go to I will buy one of those immediately. Oh, yeah, I yeah. really like the font on that yeah. one we were looking at. Back when I drank, I would have absolutely owned all the colors of Fueled <laughs> by the Grape. Oh, I got to see the graphics. I should have been consulted on this. I'll get his and hers for me and Judy. There you go. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great looking shirt it right is. there. It is. We'll go wine tasting in those. All right, ArmstrongGetty.com. Check it out. Yeah, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Monday. It's back to work day, Monday, December 2nd. And my mom's birthday, by the way, as she joins Joe Biden as a 77-year-old. Um, we're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Happy birthday, Jack's mom and Sean and my daughter, Kate, who had her birthday yesterday. And uh, all ships at sea, and uh, glad to be back. Let's begin officially now, according to FCC rules and regs, at Mark. Oh, he's going to have some wet honey. 
was that Black Friday mayhem? That was actually a montage of several uh, mall department store locations. I don't, gotcha. I don't believe it was located to any specific city. I was looking at the retail numbers as opposed to the YouTube videos over the weekend, and uh, it seems that the Black Friday thing is just kind of petered out. People have kind of caught on to that. You know, I can get good deals pretty much a lot of different times throughout the year. Right. Well, and yet another media invention back in the day. It was never true in particular and just grew. Michael, do we not hear from the King of Black Friday anymore? I mean, no respect for the monarchy. Well, I thought Black Friday had died, so I didn't bring him out. Long live the king. <laughs> the king is dead. Long live the king. Black Friday, the which people, is fake. The people still hanging on to Black Friday and rushing in the Walmart and stuff. Well, you got to appreciate it, and they're not going to let go. Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well, top Republicans firing back as the Dems push the impeachment process. U.S. Catholic Church facing a crucial financial reckoning. <clears throat> and we got an FBI warning about smart TVs coming up. Oh, wow. An FBI warning about smart TVs. Yep. Okay, huh. I'll stay tuned for that. How does that mailbag look? Oh, it's fine and dandy. We have some weekly shower thoughts for you and uh, and some other thoughts and contributions from the good folks. Well, we absolutely get got to get right into uh, our, our fundraising and tell you what it's all about coming up. We, that's a must. So if you don't know what we're talking about, please do stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Hanson, do you even know how many years we've been telling people about Warrior Foundation Freedom Station? How many years is this now? We've been doing it for quite a while, and we've raised a lot of money for them over the years, and we're going to do it again this week. Aren't we, Joe? We are. I was uh, waiting for Hanson <clears throat> to answer. He's shaking his head. He doesn't know. He just doesn't know. What good is he? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it, it's been years ever since we became aware of the incredible work Warrior Foundation Freedom Station does. We have been uh, enthusiastic supporters of theirs, and as we've communicated it to y'all through the years, you have joined us in that. As it is, you know, if you care about this country, you care about our troops, it's, it's irresistible. Yeah, and we'll be telling you more about it throughout the morning. We're going to talk to, uh, well, the person that runs the whole thing and then somebody that's benefited from it. Um, and throughout the week, you'll hear more and more. But here's one of the keys to the whole thing. It's one of the most efficient charities in America. It is one of the best mm-hmm. charities for your money actually doing good that you can find anywhere. And, uh, well, if you listen to the show, you know we're really big on that. A lot of people hit you up for money. If you dig into it a little bit, a lot of times those charities, they, they ain't really spending the money that well. This one really, really, really does. And that's one of the reasons we like it. How do people donate? They go to armstrongandgetty.com. Yeah, there's a big old banner. You can't possibly miss it. But to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, the very short version of things, <clears throat> excuse me, is that uh, when warriors come back to this country from being overseas, serving, fighting, what have you, um, sometimes uh, with uh, the psychic wounds of battle, sometimes with terrible physical injuries and years of surgeries and rehab ahead, Warrior Foundation Freedom Station is there with transitional housing, support services, quality of life items, guidance, counseling just everything they need to not end up on the streets and and to have successful and happy American lives, uh, as opposed to what often happens, which is a disaster. Because a lot of these kids, when they come home, man, they're kids. They enlisted at 17, 18, 20 years old, whatever, and they've never been out on their own. Then they come home with terrible wounds or what have you and are expected to 
to make it, well, it's it's time for us as their fellow Americans to step up and give them a hand. And that's what Warrior Foundation Freedom Station is all about. So. we got to figure out the goal. Last year, our goal was 300000 and we blew by that. So we got to figure out what our goal is going to be. But more on that later. Yeah. Uh, mailbag. Woo-hoo! Ah, feels good to sing the song. It's been, what, a week, week and a half. <clears throat> I'll have tales of harrowing tales of surgery and recovery coming up, naturally. Uh, you know what I should have done? I should have gotten a freedom-loving quote of the day. Mm. I'm at home right now, so it's I'm not you know I'm not kind of I'm not in my groove. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. We're all called to serve our country. Serve it today by donating to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. There you go. Comes from Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Hey, if you ever say to somebody, "Thank you for your service," which is a nice thing to say, how about uh, put your money where your mouth is? Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. How about saying? You know, if things are really tough for you, I got your back. How about say that instead by making a donation? Uh, your weekly shower thoughts is compiled by Rich in Salt Lake City. Thank you, Rich. Uh, he wishes me well with my recovery. Um, we're probably simultaneously the fittest and fattest generation of humans ever in history. Mm. It's a it's a point of discussion, a jumping off place for discussion. I doubt we are the fittest. Um, anybody who's ever known a farm guy, farm gal, who spends a lot of their day in physical work, uh, knows they're just they're country strong. I mean, they are strong and fit. Well, and if you um, go, if you go back <clears throat> generations, yeah, the vast majority of people were doing physical labor. They probably were pretty fit. Right. I don't know right. about nutrition-wise. <laughs> that'd be a good question. But uh, there is news that came out this weekend that we're going backwards, life expectancy-wise, for all groups in America. Wow. Not just for poor whites, as has been the case for a while. All groups are going backwards. More on that later. Wow. That's astounding. Yeah, all right, is. we'll talk about this. How about, how about I rephrase that to say we are probably simultaneously the healthiest and fattest generation of humans ever in history? Or, if not healthiest, best cared for? It is an interesting contrast, though. In the Harry Potter universe, you could probably get a tattoo of a gif. Or do you say gif? <laughs> mm. Yeah, you that could. That would be cool. That would be dangerous. Because I have a lot of them that really make me laugh hard. And I would be sorely <laughs> tempted to get a tattoo of them. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, this one's for Positive Sean and all of his buddies, youngsters who can still eat the crazy food. <laughs> youngsters <laughs> who can still eat the crazy food. Wow. <laughs> Spicy wings are the absolute pinnacle of human evolution. You're eating the wings a bird uses to fly away from predators, covered in the chemical that spicy plants use as a defense mechanism. You're just giving the middle finger to virtually, well, the entire plant and animal kingdom's defenses. Mm. Uh, let's see. The most unrealistic. I, yes, I am now a boneless wings truther. I, I, I have I have no desire or patience for any any chicken wings I, that it still have the bone I, in them. I, I don't understand I it. I don't I get agree, it. I agree wholeheartedly. It just feels Listen. disgusting. I've never understood it. Sean, I don't mean to sound condescending or anything. God forbid that should ever happen. But um, I went through my boneless wings phase as well. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. I just don't, I've never understood wings at all. There's so much work for so little food. Oh, no, no. They're so good. It's like, oh, yeah, oh. I really like chicken. But let's not get any of that succulent meat on it. Let's just get the skin, <laughs> bone, and tendon, and let's just sauce that up. Yeah, oh, the best nice. parts. 
You fools, you fools. So delicious. Uh, the most unrealistic part of sitcoms is that five-plus people in a room will take turns talking. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, that is that is good. Let's see. There is one more. Oh, uh, you don't realize how strong your tongue is until you try to push your hand against it. There's no way to deal with that except to try it. You need to try uh, it. I'm Stick not, out your tongue. I'm not in the press mood. Press against it with your hand. <laughs> get in the fight. I'm you not, know, I'm not really in the mood for this. Let those two opposing forces fight if you have an interest in science. I, unlike Jack, I feel like I should wash my hands before I do this. I just did it. It was like it was close to a tie. I know where my <laughs> I know where my hands have been on the door handles of this radio station. You know, point well taken. Uh, final uh, weekly shower thought before a movie starts at the theater. It's just 60 people sitting in the dark eating corn. <laughs> Fantastic. We do have some movie reviews later, and we got the latest on impeachment and that sort of stuff with Marshall on the way and so much more coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Just looking at the impeachment polls in uh, the website 538, which has got the average of all the impeach and remove polls, it's shocking how straight they are. <laughs> I mean, they're just a straight line, more or less. Um, if, if anything, they were a little further apart before we got started, and then since then, they've just gotten closer together and a straight line. They just aren't budging. Right. Right. Which is just, yeah, well, it is what it is. Oh, yep. Yep. So uh, wrap it up, fellas. I think everybody's in agreement. Let's just uh, get this over with and then get on with our lives. Uh, also, we absolutely must get to the Joe Biden tape before everybody hears it everywhere but here. Want to do that uh, next segment? Oh, yes. It's astonishing. Cool. News now with Marsha Phillips. Well, the House Intelligence Committee's impeachment report on President Trump's going to be unveiled today behind closed doors for key legislators. Democrats are pushing ahead despite the White House declaration it will not participate in the first hearing by the Judiciary Committee on Wednesday. California Congressman Tom McClintock on ABC says he thinks it would be to the president's advantage to have his lawyers at the impeachment hearing this week, but he certainly understands the White House reluctance. It would be to the president's advantage to have his attorneys there. That is his right. Uh, But I can also understand how he is upset at the illegitimate process that we saw unfold in the Intelligence Committee. McClintock going on to give an example of what he sees as unfair behavior by Democrats and the Intel Committee. In the uh, intelligence hearings, Republicans uh, uh, asked for nine witnesses. Uh, Adam Schiff vetoed six of those. In a free society, the prosecution doesn't get to choose what witnesses the defense wishes to call. Tom McClintock with a full-throated support of the president yesterday on ABC This Week, and we will have Congressman Tom McClintock on our program later today. You know, it seems pretty clear to me the White House strategy, and that's by not sending their guy, They are it's really good optics to convey the message that, look, this is a big nothing. It's what we've been telling you. It's a big nothing. We're not even going. You can go if you want. We're not. I mean, that's, that's, that's some pretty good, uh, you know, eye-rolling and, and, and moving along. Yeah, I want to discuss strategy later because it seems like the Democrats have uh, have decided on, um, nah, let's not push through the courts and wait for the Supreme Court to say, yeah, John Bolton, you do have to show up, or Rudy Giuliani, let's not wait, let's do it now. And I wonder if that's the best strategy or not, but we can talk about that later. 
Meanwhile, Republican Representative Doug Collins made no bones about it, saying House Intel Committee Chair Adam Schiff is at the top of those he wants to question as impeachment moves before the Judiciary Committee. First and foremost, the first person who needs to testify is Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff is the author of this report. Adam Schiff has been the author of many things. Um, a lot of them found to be false over the past couple of years, but he's going to be the author of this report. He's compared himself in the past to a special counsel. This is what he said he was doing. Well, and if we go back to Clinton and, and even back to Nixon, but in Clinton, Ken Starr was the special counsel. He presented a report that we're going to get his uh, judiciary. He actually came and sat and testified under oath and took questions from all sides, including the White House. My first and foremost witness is Adam Schiff. So I'll tell you, from taking in a fair amount of the the Sunday shows over the weekend, the Republicans, while they might have been on their back foot a bit for a couple of weeks there, are fully on their front foot now, uh, to take that metaphor to the end. They are feeling confident and aggressive that this is going to turn out the way they want it, and they're, they're, they're being quite bold. Meanwhile, we had a major gun battle between police and a drug cartel in northern Mexico over the weekend. Security forces say four police officers, 14 suspected cartel gunmen, and two civilians were killed in the hours-long shootout Saturday near the U.S. border. Six more officers were wounded in that standoff, that shooting. The uh, governor telling reporters the state had acted decisively to tackle the cartel henchmen. I tell you what, I'm looking at this picture of a city hall in uh, Via Union, Mexico. Yes. Um, and it is riddled with gunfire in a way that I can't even describe to you. They're just bullet holes absolutely everywhere. We have a, a on the brink of failed narco state on our border. And if things go south, no pun intended, it could be an enormous challenge for years to come. The impeachment thing, if I could swap the Mexico story for the impeachment story in the hearts and minds of Americans right now, I would suggest we do it, because this could be huge. A financial reckoning is looming for the U.S. Roman Catholic Church. New statute of limitations laws in 15 states allow claims of sexual abuse going back decades, clearing the way for a new deluge of suits that could surpass anything the nation's clergy sexual abuse crisis has seen before. The Associated Press is figuring that uh, there could be more than 5,000 new uh, victims come forward. More than $4 billion in potential payouts. I've always wondered how this hasn't gone the way of the giant, giant payout. Um, maybe that's a common... You know, the Catholic Church deserves it. The, 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 what, what is awful, of course, is people that uh, donated that money in the plate on a Sunday hoping to feed the hungry and clothe the poor and whatever else good you're trying to do weren't, weren't hoping to pay out settlements for rapey priests. Right. Well, if you're thinking about buying a smart TV, the FBI's issued a warning about security concerns. Smart TVs have an Internet connection, and because of that, it opens them up to security vulnerabilities and hackers. And that could hackers. be and that could be a particular concern because many of the TVs have a camera and a microphone. And that could mean that the TV manufacturer or any number of uh, app designers may be listening and watching you. God dang it, I'm sure that happens all the time. I like the idea of somebody listening to me finally. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> listens to me. Yeah, FBI. You, you want to see me on my in my underwear laying on the couch watching a football game? Go ahead. Knock yourself out. Enjoy that. The FBI is recommending you put black tape over the uh, smart TV camera. 
keeping your smart TV up to date with the latest patches and fixes, and sit down and read the privacy policy to understand what your smart TV can do. Also, just blare ACDC as loud as possible right <laughs> next to the microphone. That way it covers any conversations you're having. Right. My conversations are not that interesting. You would not see or hear anything particularly interesting. Well, you want spaghetti? No, we had spaghetti the other night. You want the spaghetti ad? <laughs> they want spaghetti. They're hungry for spaghetti. <laughs> Rough loss for the 49ers. The kick is good. The time has come off the clock. The haze in the barn. And the Ravens take down the 49ers. Yes. The haze in the barn. What? Yes. The time has come off the clock. <laughs> haze in the barn. <laughs> Justin Tucker nailing a 49-yard field goal as the time expired, lifted the Ravens past the Niners 2017 in Baltimore. Was that a fancy way of saying the game's over? <laughs> the syrup's back in the cupboard. <laughs> uh, Jack, many people believe that was a preview of the Super Bowl. I know, woo. Meanwhile, you got the Patriots uh, losing to Houston 28-22, to and the Rams beat Cardinals. So, there you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong. And the shoes are untied! <laughs> That's your what? News. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, that conscience of the nation. So this is what it is. It's Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. It's this week. Now, if you've been listening to us for a long time, you know what we're talking about. We do this every year, and we've been raising lots of money for them. You just go to armstrongandgetty.com. If you don't know what it is, stick around, and we'll bring you up to speed on that, okay? It's just about the best charity out there, military-wise, that exists anywhere in the country. Absolutely fabulous, and we encourage you to give as generously as you can. Coming up in a moment or two, Joe Biden on yet another rambling rant that uh, caused Corn Pop to call him and tell him, Joe, what are you talking about? So I haven't heard this. Is this, oh. uh, is this a recent or uh, from a long ago? It's You know what's funny? We'll, we'll break that down. Okay. It's it's not long ago. It's absolutely not long ago. It's It's definitely fairly recent. We're now 63 days from Iowa. It's starting to get fairly close. Well, not a I joke. T- I tell you what. Uh, not a joke. When, when we're 6.3 hours from Election Day, if Biden's on the ticket, you're going to be hearing this tape. Okay, awesome. And that's next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I was reading the Dan Balls column in the uh, Washington Post yesterday how there is no clarity in the Democratic race. They've managed, after many, many months and many debates and much money spent, to have no clarity. It's anybody's race. Who the hell knows is possibly going to win? Biden's still the front runner nationally for whatever that means. <laughs> right. I was, right. I, was, I was reminded, I love when people do this, at this moment in 2008... Barack Obama trailed Hillary Clinton in Iowa and was way behind her in New Hampshire. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, did he beat her in those early states or just tie? Or I don't he even won, remember. He beat her in, uh, in Iowa, which made everybody go, what? Huh? Because if you win Iowa, you get a lot of attention then all of a sudden. Right. Then right. a bit of a bandwagon Yeah, and, of I, and I think happens. that's what could happen with Mayor Pete. But anyway, um, back to the uh, front runner that is Joe Biden. Right. Uh, So uh, it appears to me this is from the same engagement as the legendary corn, uh, not corn cob, corn pop speech, 
with chains wrapped around heads and, and rusty blades slashing people's throats and the rest of it. <laughs> Remember the straight well, race? You'd bang them on the curb. Yeah. Sure no, do, sure do, no, Grandpa. I don't. I didn't do that. I remember uh, you telling us about it, but I don't. I don't remember that. I apologize for that. Thank you. Well, yet another one of Uncle Joe's little asides, uh, and then we will uh, we'll listen. Then we will analyze. Hit it, Joe. I saw that made me aware when I was in law school. Proudly for Holloway, proudly for your dad, first African American state senator in the state of in the state of Delaware. Everything about. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand, and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. What? And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down <laughs> so it was straight, and then watch the hair come back up again. They'd look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping what? on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. <laughs> and I tell you what. The men, they're not all men, the guys I work with down here, and they're all guys at the time. Oh, God. They're all good men. Most of them made an awful lot of themselves. And Earl Larkin had a rough time. What? And some of you knew Earl. I, def- I came back as a public defender. And then I guess his handlers came and yanked him off. Okay, have a good time, Joe. When when was this? Is this recent or a long time ago? It looks like it's the same speech as the corn cob speech. The audio sounds exactly the same. Now, was he he on a meds at at that point at that speech at that pool? uh, I don't know, and obviously we we jump in and, and jump out. The the leg thing, the leg hair thing, is utterly inexplicable. Some of those names, obviously, <laughs> he'd mentioned in context. Sure, earlier. yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, but um, it, it. I think there is one local news station that was at that event and taped it, and I think they're the only ones with that tape. And they are. It would appear, and and I don't know. I haven't looked into it much, but it would appear that they are. Uh, periodically releasing yet another Joe Bon Mo, and I'm starting to feel like I, I was with the Lord of the Rings movies, where I just can't wait for the next one to come out. The, um, the phrase is there that more? I, the phrase that I am eagerly looking for in any Joe Biden speech from here on out is this. And by the way, you know. <laughs> and by the way, yeah, that's when he, the good stuff starts. Uh, no, no doubt, no <laughs> doubt. He usually switches gears uh, completely. When he says, "Oh, and by the way," and by the way, you know, I sit on the stand, and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun, and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight, and then watch the hair come back up again. What? They'd look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap, and mm. I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Okay. So, All right. Well, roaches was a reference earlier, maybe? I don't know. It probably, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I, yeah. as much as I enjoy mocking old Joe, I think it probably made sense in context. But uh, That leg the, hair story is a little weird. Who decides that's a good idea to tell that story? Wow. I mean, were you briefly a, a Catholic priest at the time? Oh, unfair. <laughs> yeah. Unfair. So assuming you're on his staff, and this, uh, this event where he talked about corn pop, rusty blades, <laughs> and leg hair petting... <laughs> And he's and he's done with the event, and you're and you're in the post game room. Yeah, which do you bring up first? Is okay. Here's what we got to work on, Joe. Yeah, here's here's what we gotta. 
Here's the oh, damage man. control starts with the leg hair. No, no, we got to start with the rusty blades. No, no fewer knife fight stories. <laughs> <laughs> I remember a corn pop had come to the pool and he'd rub my legs <laughs> and wash my hairy legs. I said, hey, Esther, look at the way my hair was floats a bad to the top. <laughs> I said, hey, Esther, look at my, look at my leg hair, Esther. <laughs> wow. You know, one thing in old Joe's defense, because I believe he's a wacky old man, but I was reading over the weekend that he had, he's had a fairly serious stuttering problem since he was a little kid. Yeah. And so he was when Joey he... Bu- 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 Biden when he was a kid. Everybody made fun of him. Oh, yeah. I, just, I see. I'd forgotten that. And so sometimes when he's trying to find the word and his eyes close and everything like that, he's trying to get uh, past his stutter. That's a good point. I, I knew a guy that stuttered his whole life. And that's exactly what he would do. He would stop, he would close his eyes, and he'd gather himself, and then he'd get through the word. That's what he learned to do as a kid. Right. So that's what he's doing. There will be no mockery of Joe Biden for anything like that. Absolutely not. It's a vexing problem. A lot of people suffer from it, and it's certainly not the sort of thing you ought to mock. Um, That is exactly what's happening there. Inexplicable child leg stroking stories are uh, they're out of bounds, man. I apologize for that. God dang it. Those were truly the days before cable TV when the kids would flock over. Hey, let's smooth lifeguard's hair under the water. Then watch it pop up again. Yeah, I can't get my kids to go outside at all. And oh, I kids, want to watch Howdy Doody. Isn't that what kids, kids used to do for fun because they didn't have video games? There's wow. an old man with white leg hair at the pool. Who wants to go? <laughs> let's all go. <laughs> Oh, geez. So this local station, what do they have? What are they sitting on? Is this like the uh, usually the second movie in a trilogy is a bit of a down uh, in the cycle, and then they got a blockbuster third in which he discusses his love affair with William Howard Taft? Or well, I don't, I don't know. Is there more? Somebody's got to get to these people. And are they on his side or against him? I wonder. I, 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 it doesn't sound like they're on his side. You wouldn't release this stuff. Uh, they're journalists. You know, it happened, so they're reporting on it. Mm. Hey, Esther. Uh, there is a debate uh, end of this month. So Nobody far, cares. So far, only six candidates have qualified. Oh, thank goodness. And yeah, I know. And the It cut, makes a difference. The cutoff is Thursday for qualifying, so it uh, might be a narrowed field. But two people got into the race over the weekend, so we're at 16 now. Shut up. I said, you're kidding me. A couple of people did get out. Your man, the the governor of Montana, Bullock, he's Never out. Never mind Steve Bullock, he's out. Yeah, and uh, Sestak, who I didn't know was running, he also got out. Somebody got in? Yeah, somebody got in. I don't remember who it is. No, Nobody of any consequence. And it's not, uh, oh my God, it's not Bloomberg, is it? Because he's in, right? No, or yeah, Bloomberg's, is, Bloomberg's in. Is Bloomberg in? sets records every single day for the most money ever spent running for president. Wow, um, he's he's set a record every day since he since he announced like last week and in TV ads. Just right. uh, not, not, it's going to be an interesting experiment because nobody's ever done this before. Spent this kind of money to see what sort of an effect it could have. You know what I think is underappreciated about Bloomberg is that he's a crazy person, and we will <laughs> we will torpedo his candidacy with his own words next hour. Well, and the whole yeah, he's the one who doesn't let you drink large soft drinks. I mean, right. he's got that going against him. Oh, and he explains why that's really a beautiful thing. <laughs> 
But he's gonna he's gonna appeal to the middle with the whole I determine in the gover at the at the government level what size soda you get to drink. Oh, oh yeah, well, and you know, obviously that's just the tip of the uh, paternalistic iceberg. He's willing to to manage every single aspect of your life for a single purpose, which he will explain. But it is a sacred purpose and justifies everything. So next hour, we're going to talk to some people involved with Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, let you know what it's really all about, uh, so you can get on board and donate money. For those of you who've been with us for years, you know, and you're already excited about it. And then we'll catch a whole bunch of you new listeners in different cities where we haven't been on before about one of the very best charities out there. I mean, anywhere in America, anywhere in the world, really. Yeah, not only in terms of their efficiency with the money and their painstaking care with making the most of your donations, but just the great work they do for our uh, wounded service people. Just terrific. So uh, go to armstrongandgetty.com if you want to learn more. We'll tell you more next hour, but it's uh, armstrongandgetty.com for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. It's not the one with a similar name. You have to get the name right. Yeah. That's a but completely... that's why we have the thing at our website. Yeah, it's a com- that's a completely different thing. You do a little Googling on that one and find out about them if you want to. Uh, armstrongandgetty.com. We might have to do a total next hour as we're going to announce our goal for the week which is going to be very uh, aggressive and exciting. All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty.